Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about the interesting life of Owen Wilson. Now, most of you guys, of course, know who Owen Wilson is. He is a guy born with a very strange nose, and he has a brother who's relatively famous, certainly more famous 20 years ago with Luke Wilson from old school fame, for example, and idiocracy fame. But I find Owen Wilson's life and career to be really interesting. And we are going to focus about kind of the more maybe sordid or salacious aspects of his life that many people don't know about. Wilson got his start with Wes Anderson. Uh, May and I are not the biggest Wes Anderson fans. I think his earlier work, maybe, I, I find to be a little more agreeable, like Royal Tenenbaums. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Rushmore. I do think Bottle Rocket's a great movie. And Life Aquatic, I think, is good. Grand Budapest Hotel, I think, is okay. So it, it's just an acquired taste. But he got his start doing those movies. And then later, he, of course, he's most famous for... Well, I guess before becoming the R-rated comedy leading man that he was, he did do the movies with Jackie Chan, Shanghai Surprise, and he did some of those movies. But I think when you think of 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 Owen Wilson, you think of, I mean, I would probably start with Zoolander and the sequel, but certainly Wedding Crashers, I think it's probably going to go down at his, his most iconic movie when he passes away, I think that one's going to be the one that is likely uh, shown the most on the Oscar reel, I would like to think. And then maybe Starsky and Hutch. I mean, eh. no, I like to think it's going to be Wedding Crashers, which is a future Movies I Love episode. But his career did kind of tail off after the kind of period of of the, the late not success. He was very successful being in the Disney movies of Cars. He was the voice of the main car. So you look at the, the late 2000s, he's doing Starskin's Hutch, he's doing Wedding Crashers, You, Me, and Dupree, which we'll talk about in a second. How Do You Know, which was a complete, complete tank. That's the movie with Reese Witherspoon and uh, as the softball player, I mean, that movie was just so bad. I mean, that might have, he, maybe he never came back from that. Then he did the internship back with Vince Vaughn again, kind of like a recoupling, and that movie kind of tanked. Uh, but but Marley and Me was a very successful movie. He was in the Night of the Museum, movies with his close friend Ben Stiller. And then the last 10 years, he just really hasn't done much. I think the most recent time where maybe he was on the radar a little was Marry Me, the J-Lo movie that came out last year. But not not really been doing a lot uh, the last 10 years. It's kind of been a slow time uh, for him. And, and uh, you know, it's sad because I do think I do think he is pretty talented. He also did that movie Bliss with Sama Hayek that was only on Amazon. That movie I don't think was that good. And he was in the Disney show Loki. He did have a little stint on that. But as a whole, I think his career the last 10 years, kind of like Vince Vaughn's. Vince, Vince Vaughn's a, another interesting one where his career kind of went downhill, but then he's kind of come back in some horror movies. 
But the interesting thing about Owen Wilson that I really wanted to talk about was his personal life. So in You, Me, and Dupree, which is a movie with Kate Hudson and Matt and Matt Dillon, not Matt Damon, Matt Dillon, he started dating Kate Hudson. And from all accounts and from what he has admitted, he had a unhealthy relationship with Kate Hudson to the point where they were dating and he found out that she went on a date with none other than Dak Shepard. You know, I, I find it interesting. It's it's like, you know, if you're going to get cheated on or you're going to get moved on from somebody, you want it to be somebody that is like top notch, like somebody that you see your woman with and you're like, oh, well, yeah, I can totally see it. Right, like I can totally see it. But you think of, I mean, no offense to Dak Shepard, but I mean, come on. This is Dak Shepard, employee of the month, Dak Shepard, comedian Dak Shepard, before he became the big podcaster. This was Dak Shepard in 2007. So this had, this went down in 2007. So he loses it, can't handle the fact that Kate Hudson is apparently either cheating on him or moved on with him and didn't tell him. And he tried to take his life. He tried to take his life with drugs. And this is not even conjecture or apocryphal at all. He's admitted this in interviews that he tried to take his life. And he's he's been relatively open talking about it. He talked about how his other brother, Andrew, was the one who found him. And then, <laughs> then, then his other brother and Samuel L. Jackson, Luke Wilson and Samuel L. Jackson, came and helped him and called the paramedics and everything. And, and eventually, of course, he was okay. And then he spent... He spent some time in a, in a kind of a rehab center. And at the time, he was going to be in the movie Tropic Thunder, which, of course, is an iconic movie. Another movies I love coming up that I'll do on that. And he had to withdraw his role from that. You know, he and Ben Stiller are very close friends. And he had to spend some time in rehab to get over that. Afterwards... He started to have kids, and the other thing about the other weird thing about Owen Wilson, he he hasn't done like the the typical, the typical uh, route that a lot of the, a lot of men in general, but celebrities, even celebrities, would have. He's never been married. He's never been married. Never been married, and I don't know if he was planning to get married. Maybe maybe he was falling deeply in love with Kate Hudson. And, um, you know, things went wrong after that. And he's like, I'm never going to get married. He would have been 39 at the time. Now he's 54. But he did have children with various women. So in January 2011, he had a son with his girlfriend, Jade Duell. And then they ended their relationship that year. And then in 2014, he had a son with Carolyn Lindvikist, Scandinavian. And then he had a third child, a daughter, in 2018. And this daughter, it's kind of sad. But let's take a quick break. I wanted to let you know about the other feeds that we have here at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. We have the Awakened Man, which has been around since the spring of 2017, which mostly focuses on having men and women reach their full potential by knowing about toxins in the food, big pharma cover-ups, and ways to biohack your life. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which is a channel that originally started as an essential oils channel. 
and there's about 65 essential oils that are broken down over there and then more recently about two years ago i just pivoted and made it more about female holistic health and naturopathic health because i'm a big proponent of let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food and lastly we have the confessions of an obese child feed which i started in january 2017 which chronicles what it's like to be an overweight child i was an overweight child and i lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for 30 plus years so it's a channel like if you have disordered eating or had a dysfunctional childhood how to deal with that how to how to function with that and also discusses and i interview various people that have a similar background of dysfunctional childhood binge eating binge drinking and how to deal with that and there's a lot of great interviews over there so those are the three other feeds at the eclectico gregorio channel now let's get back to the show so the sad thing is that he has never met who his four-year-old daughter so the daughter that he had the last one so he's had two sons then he had a child named lila with a woman whose name is varuni vongsviratis and they were casually dating he she said that he was the father and then he didn't say he didn't believe it was they did a paternity petition and they found out that he was in fact the biological father and eventually they settled on um, child support $25,000 monthly child support man if you think your child support's bad this this is bad but you know at a worst child support was Brendan Fraser of the whale and the mummy fame uh, he had to pay uh, something obscenely high more than $25,000 a month for child support so here Owen Wilson pays $25,000 in child support monthly and then a one-time payment of $70,000 and in the court documents it said that neither of the people the mom or the dad can make disparaging or derogatory comments and remarks about the other party to the child but despite that not surprisingly the the baby mama Vong's Varatis told the Daily Mail that and, and you know this, this, he, she could have said something worse but that Wilson plays father roles in the movies when he's never met his own daughter quote you should see your daughter she's incredible you're really missing out and she looks just like you and uh, you can definitely look at pictures of what she looks like and she does kind of look like Owen Wilson just kind of blonde and so forth so I mean clearly we don't know why Owen Wilson doesn't want to talk to his daughter the, the baby mama says it you know he helps financially. I think that's an understatement if probably your whole livelihood. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine 25,000 a month? I mean, let's just do the math. You're making what, 300K a year more or less? So she could just live on that and not even have to work and just live on $300,000 a year on child support for what? For having a child, for breeding Owen Wilson's child. She gets to have that money. And you don't have to show how you're spending that money on child support. You could be spending it on manis and petties and, you know, whatever trips to Cabo. But she says he helps financially, but it's never been about that. Oh, I would disagree with you, Lila. I would disagree with Yvonne's Varatis. I think a lot of it has to do with the money. Lila needs a father. He's playing a father in these movies. And he's never met his own daughter. Apparently, he does have relatively close relations with his other two children. The sons are all still very young. He has close relationships apparently with them. He takes them on trips and so forth. And they, the two, the two sons do hang out quite a bit with each other. And he has never commented on the on the relationship with the the mom and the third daughter, or the third child, the one that he never sees. I mean, it, it is kind of unfortunate. Maybe he feels like the the third baby mama is maybe a gold digger, and so he's 
maybe unconsciously punishing her by punishing the daughter by never seeing the daughter because all children need a mother and a father and it it seems like it would be beneficial for him to have some sort of relationship with this four-year-old daughter and i think he's probably not seeing the forest through the trees and that he he probably should spend some time with his daughter but that's neither here nor there so owen wilson you know you don't really think about it he seems like a pretty uh happy guy in his movies he clearly has some demons some mental health issues i mean to the point where like you know i'm sure he regrets the suicide attempt but no woman or if a woman's listening to this no man should ever drive you to want to take your life there's plenty of fish out there you gotta have a scarcity you should definitely have not a scarcity mindset you should have an abundance mindset when it comes to the opposite sex and it's it's sad because I mean, we think of like somebody like Robin Williams, somebody who struggled with mental health problems, and who actually did take his own life. And it's it's good that Owen Wilson did not. And we all struggle with moments of weakness, maybe not as much as as, as thinking about taking our own life. But it's just sad because you you see him as kind of this comedic icon, especially from twenty years ago, and to see that he's got some personal issues. So we should definitely pray for him and. Hopefully he's in a better place and hopefully he will have a relationship with his youngest child and we'll see if he'll ever get married or if he'll be a bachelor or just have hookups with these girlfriends who inadvertently get pregnant. Who knows? Either way, guys, if you appreciate my content, there's a link for PayPal in the episode notes if you want to make a donation to help defray the cost of hosting this on a server. Also, there's a link to the website where you can catch all the Eclectico Gregorio episodes. And there's tons of articles over there as well. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.